Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. Enterprise Bank and Trust, the bank you all formerly knew as Seacoast Commerce Bank. With the same team, the same benefits, and an expanded and improved product suite. Enterprise Bank and Trust specializes in trust accounts and business banking for property managers. One of their best features is a cash analysis program where they can assist in paying your property management related invoices. Contact Allison at 619-988-6708 to learn more. This show is sponsored by the best home inspection software on the market for property managers. We endorse and use Z-Inspector as our software of choice for our team to document home inspections. We particularly like their 360 degrees camera system that produces amazing views of the interior room. Your clients will love Z-Inspector documented inspections you provide them. Visit www.zinspector.com to learn more. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Property Management Mastermind Show. I am your host and podcast guru, Brad Larson, with RentWorks here in San Antonio, Texas. And today's guest, I have Miss Debbie LaRiviere. Very good. Debbie LaRiviere. And she is going to be telling us about what she's been doing with RentWorks to help us on the consulting side to build up our real estate sales. So let's give you some background, folks. Uh, recently, as we all know, the last six months, a year, we've had a very hot sales market. Rent works like everybody else in, in the entire property management industry has experienced losses from sales because of the super hot market. So even if we get a new owner that wants to make a decision in selling or renting, given the eviction moratorium, given the state of the sales market, it's pushing a lot of owners to push towards just going ahead and selling. So we wanted to improve on that. And we sought out Debbie. She's a referral from our EOS guru. Sue Hawks, yeah. Sue Hawks. Sue Hawks spoke at the last Property Management Mastermind Conference. So today we're going to be talking to Debbie about what she's doing with RentWorks. And we're going to be announcing that she's going to be doing a four-hour seminar at the Property Management Mastermind Conference in 2022 at the Red Rock Resort in Las Vegas. That's going to be Monday afternoon, day one of the conference in the Red Rock in May 2022 all about a seminar about building up the real estate sales side of your business. I feel that a lot of property management companies need assistance there. Maybe you're doing it okay. Maybe you're doing it, you know, outsourcing it, 10 different ways to do it. She's here to talk about what she's been doing with RentWorks and talking about what she can talk about during that mastermind conference in May of 2022. So I said a lot there. All right, it's time to give <laughs> Debbie the floor to give us an introduction. So Debbie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Debbie LaRiviere. I've been in the real estate industry for over 20 years. I have been active in real estate sales. I have built teams. I have run brokerages and launched brokerages. And now I am an owner and head coach in a real estate consulting company where we work with top 
top agents, teams, and brokerages across the nation in helping them grow their business, add layers to their business, um, create additional systems and efficiencies in their businesses to help them take them to the next level. So um, as I met Brad and we started talking about the property management side of the business, so often we deal with agents that only stick to that sales side and they build these, build these amazing sales teams. And then when we look at the property management side and all the avenues that come into play as we start digging into how we can continue to grow sales from property management, that's like super exciting. And that's what I'm working with here at RentWorks. So so we've identified a key person, Damian, who's going to be our lead here. And you know, we've been training him. He, he came out of the Air Force as a recruiter, so he already knows sales. And he's a really good, sharp guy that's going to spearhead this whole division of building that team more. Now, we've been doing sales. Okay, this is not rocket surgery. We've been doing sales for a long time. But I, what drives us nuts, and this is the reason I reached out, I, I was reaching out to Debbie, was that we were losing sales from owners finding their own realtor before or during our conversation with them about us selling their home. Okay. We all know that's a kick in the, you know, where, when an owner comes to you and says, Hey, we're going to sell our home, but we're going to use that lady from church. We just met yesterday instead of you guys who've been managing our home for 10 years. Right. We all know that's just like a knife in the back hurts. So what we decided to do was figure out, okay, how do we get better at this? There's all kinds of good idea fairy stuff that we can talk about. And one thing I'm going to preface, and then we'll talk more about what we've been doing here is you have to realize that property management is the epicenter of everything surrounding real estate. We were thinking about all the different avenues for leads and it's just silly, stupid. How many leads come out of the contacts that you have with property management? Think of your tenants, Think of your tenants' referrals. Think of your owners. Think of your owner referrals. Think of your vendors and their referrals. Think of the other agents that bring you business for your referrals. I mean, it's just on and on and on. And then you start talking investors. Then you start talking tenant buyers, agents. I mean, it just gets, there's so many ways we want to go. So Debbie, mm-hmm. let's kind of go through some background here. Um, tell us kind of what you think you've seen with RentWorks so far and where do you think you can take us? Yeah, I think we look at three key pieces of this puzzle and it starts with the metrics, then it goes to systems and processes and then the third place is the people, both internal to the organization, be it the, the tenants and owners that we have, as well as the staff that we have, all the way out to the recruiting of additional agents to continue to spearhead the sales side. And so when I look at um, RentWorks as a whole, it's what metrics are we going to pick to target? And for us, since this is really branching out and building the sales side, we're looking at that conversion, those conversion rates of how many of our sellers did go sell their home last year with someone else. Ooh, that hurts to say. And then how many of those people sold their primary residences and they're sending us change of address forms for their contact information? How many of those tenants went and purchased a home from a different buyer's agent that they met at an open house that we didn't capture? And so really digging into all these avenues for leads and making sure that we're bringing in those right people that can one, cultivate the leads at that 120 days out prior to the lease ending, offering some additional incentives to have those tenants work with us, maybe like a cancellation free policy that if they find something to purchase through us, we wouldn't charge them to cancel their lease. You know, Mm -hmm. there are so many different things we can do with these leads um, to create and cultivate additional leads to grow that sales force. 
I think the other key thing that we're really excited about working on is recruiting and growing the sales force because we're, we're laying the groundwork. We're laying those train tracks out in front of us, but we also have to have enough train track out in front of us to keep up with the demand. And just knowing with you at 800 plus, almost 900 doors, there's a lot of people out there to be reaching out with, staying in touch with, building some automations. Now we have to go capture them with talent. So um, that's a really exciting piece that Damien's going to be working with mm-hmm. with me on is going and finding those top two or three agents that really are excited about the opportunity that lies from the property management side to the sales side and really calling those sellers or those homeowners and finding out, you know, do they want to sell their one and buy two? You know, are there additional opportunities with bringing more into both the rental side and the sales side? Because you're right. I think we will have a lot of landlords that'll say, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm ready to just sell. They'll collect on that equity. And are we educating them to say, okay, collect now. And how are we going to go recoup some additional income through 1031? Do they want to start over again somewhere else? There's so, all kinds of things to talk about yeah. this because you know, first we had to con- we had to uh, lay out a compensation structure for our lead buyer's agent, mm-hmm. lead agent, Damien's. We had to come through all of that. Uh, in addition to, we want to figure out ways to do the number one. There's two things I, I tell the team, all right? Over and over and over. One is capture the business, capture the business, number one. The second is, can we sell that home to another investor and keep the home in our inventory? So you want to get the business no matter what, and then we want to keep that home in the inventory at all costs. Now, it's a lot easier said than done because in a market like this, owners want to put that home in the MLS. They want to try to maximize their their value, their equity by selling at a top dollar. So it's not as easy as it sounds. But as the market has started to cool, because here we are in the middle of September, we're starting to see mortgage applications drop. We're starting to see things coming back to more normal where homes are not selling in 10 seconds. They're they're taking a little bit longer than before, six months ago. So we hope to see some normalization that can create an opportunity for us to retain that business and to also keep that business in the inventory. And so all kinds of things came out of that today. Uh, first was again, the comp structure with Damien. What was another key thing that came out today? Well, I think, um, you know, we, we're hearing a lot about iBuyer programs out there and how, how we can compete with those iBuyer programs. And it really comes down to decreased friction. So when you look at, like you're saying with your current owners, how do we take those listings and transition those to additional owners that are already in our web have them pick them up as additional inventory and creating really our own iBuyer program um, so that we have those investors already there and explaining to the the homeowner that it is all in decreased friction. I mean, we're actually seeing more and more where properties are selling with tenants in them where we used to never see that. It was like, well, when the lease expired, we'd move on. And so is there an opportunity there where the landlord doesn't need to get in the home? They don't have to put on MLS for 15 showings. It's just a transition and decreased friction and increase money in your pocket. So Yeah, that's a big part is identifying your one or two key investors. And that could be in-house if you're mm-hmm. it and or finding that one investor that will buy anything you put in front of them that fits their certain parameter. Another thing that came out that we're going to implement right away is we're going to revive, breathe life back into the home buyers program for the tenants. Uh, we had it years ago, but you know how things go and you transition and different people come in and out and you're still building the company. Well, this is an easy fix because we can 
revise that program, revamp it, and put it straight into the lease agreement and explain it to all the incoming applicant tenants. And kind of the premise of this, right, is, is you're looking to, one, give them an easy opportunity to terminate early, penalty-free. Okay, two, they have to commit to using your company as a buyer's agent. And three, you might credit them something back towards their closing costs. You know, it might be a little tidbit of something that you can legally credit back within your state guidelines. And so these things that we're getting them to commit to. So when they look to buy a home, we also tell the sellers, they look seller, look owner, you know, let, let's say it's the owner. We're controlling the process better. So if the tenant's going to leave, the tenant's going to leave, they're going to buy something no matter what you do or don't do. If you completely ignore them, they're still going to go buy something. But what we're trying to do is hedge that to where we can control their exit. We can control replacing the tenant. We can actually do you a better service by minimizing your vacancy is if we can implement ourselves, inject ourselves in the middle of that transaction before the tenant gets too squirrely and just walks out with a 30 day notice. And you're like, Whoa, crap. Now I got to you know, figure everything out here in November. Right. And that, that's what we think we're wanting to do right away. And we think we can get it done pretty quick. Again, this is not, you know, stuff no one's ever heard of, but I'm telling you, as you, progress in your brokerage and you progress in your property management company, things fall to the wayside. And somebody like Debbie's coming in and like reviving these programs for us that we've been doing, but we need to get it all in. Basically we needed the expert training and she's here to do some of that. What else did we come up with today? I think one of the key pieces too, is oftentimes we look at our rental division and our sales division as two different divisions. And what I really appreciated about working with RentWorks today is seeing this team work, come together as one and understand that we're all in the same game. We're all playing to win and helping each other make sure that our metrics are in alignment of, if I take a, a home from you up from the rental division and then go and sell that property? How are, how are we ensuring that we're generating some additional properties back to the rental division? So, I mean, it is really looking at those metrics. Are there metrics around retention? Are there metrics around properties sold? Are there metrics around conversions? And really seeing these teams come together and set metrics that where they all win, um, offering additional incentives to buyer's agents who keep properties back in or buyer's agents who bring um, additional properties into the, the rental side where they don't really get a rental fee, but they are incentivized from the commission side to get them back into the company. Yeah. Two specific incentives that we're going to, I guess, uh, create or put back into on that buyer's agency. If that buyer sells to an investor, keeps at home in the inventory, we're going to pay them an additional 555. The same 555 referral fee you guys have all heard about for months and months and months, refer555.com. We're going to pay that buyer's agents that additional amount because we just need them to put that home back into the inventory. And it might take a very distinct conversation and a very distinct effort. And we're happy to pay it because gang, you're going to make it up later on. Trust me on that one. The other one that we're implementing is making sure that the business development person specifically selling property management services is incentivized to keep their ears open for sales. So you don't want to penalize that person in a way that's not pushing them towards the sales. Again, it goes back to number one and number two. Number one is capture the business. So Gina, our business development person for property management side, she gets the same amount of commission if that owner that she's talking to sells or if that owner she's talking to decides to rent with us under property management. Keep that in mind because that way she's not steering them any direction that it means anything to her. She just wants to number one, capture the business and she's being incentivized to do either or for rent or for sale. That makes it a real good conversation because 
you don't know until you get there. Like you get, you talk to owners on the phone and they say, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in, in renting my home. You get there, you're thinking full bore rent. And then they drop the, you know, I'm thinking about selling. What are you going to do? You're going to fold up your folder and bail? No, you're like, okay, let's talk through the sales side. Uh, I can help you with that. This is how it works. You can work with our team over here. We can sell your home. And so that's, that's one of the things we talked through again today. And it's just great stuff. We're super excited to be able to build this. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, one other key piece of that is automations, right? For the business development person to layer in some additional automations, not only for through the homeowners themselves, target areas that maybe you have buyers or landlords that are, are that would actually look to purchase in those areas, but I think with the agent population. So having something like a rent works and sale works, being willing to give back those leads if the seller decides to sell and that seller wants to go back to that original agent that they came from, get out there and market those real estate agents because there's a lot of agents out there that don't have property management referral sources, or they've had experience with some of these big box companies where they just haven't experienced the customer service that they would like have their customer to have experienced. So get out there and market those those agents out there that may have some additional property management needs. I think as we look at a little bit of a softening in the market, you may have those sellers that say, hey, you know, I hear rental values are still really high. Maybe instead of selling, I'll just rent. Um, and then as a listing agent, you go, okay, same thing. Fold up my folder. I don't know anyone. I don't have property management. So I'm out the door. See you guys later. Good luck. Um, instead, being able to, for our sales team to be able to, to turn around and go, oh, great. Well, we have that resource right here for you as well. We're going to put you in touch with Gina, she's going to circle back with you about getting this property rented. So I think there's just that back and forth is amazing. Yeah, there were a couple of challenges that we had talked through today. Uh, one big one is, do you want to separate your brand name from your property management? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talked about this. Throughout. I'll repeat what I said earlier. You look at a big faction like Keller Williams. You know, they looked at doing property management inside of their organization on a sanctioned manner, but kind of started to shy away from it because you don't want to tarnish the name of the real estate sales side and vice versa. So we think we need to break out that a bit more with its own kind of section of marketing and branding and then tie it back into RentWorks very gently, but not full bore in your face. We're all under the same umbrella type stuff. So mm -hmm. if you guys can kind of read between the lines there and understand what I'm talking about, uh, we'd rather call the sales division something else. And we're debating on that name now. So it doesn't tie in perfectly to RentWorks. Now, going back to that is one of the challenges was make readies. So Damien was talking about, he's talking to an owner and he doesn't know if the make ready was done or not done. And so we got through this challenge by, let's say, by, by saying, okay, uh, we're going to give you access to our property meld. Property meld is a great program. We've been using it. Thank you, Ray, for putting out a great system. Uh, property meld has been very good for us to help track those projects like a make ready. A make ready is a project gang. You're taking 10 different things and putting it in one. So it's a project. So we're getting, giving Damien access to that so he can go in there, click on it and say, yes, Mr. Soon-to-be seller, your property management make ready should be done next week by the X date. And so that's when we'll schedule pictures and that's when we schedule video and that's where we're going to go on the market versus I don't know when your home's going to be ready. Let me call and find out. And the owners get super ticked off about that. They, they're like, why, why don't you know? Aren't you part of that organization? You should know this. And so it's, it's been a challenge for him and we're learning as we go to really streamline this. And we've been doing sales for years, but I've been saying for years and years that we can do it better and Debbie's going to help us round that out and really improve it. And I really think this is going to be fantastic for the conference because what she's doing with her organization, and she's a team. She's not just her one person. She comes from a consulting team. 
they're going to be able to put together a great seminar for us at the Mastermind Conference to talk about the things that help you build your sales. Because guess what, gang? Sales is revenue. Sales is retained business. Why would you pass that up? Why would you give that along? Because I can I can shoot down the argument. I know people are going to be yelling at me saying, well, we just refer out all of our sales. So we're not in line with any of that stuff. And we just, we don't want to tick off our agent community. Whatever. That's dumb. Okay. Give me a parallel to that, Debbie, please. Well, only 20% of the agents that get licensed stay in the business. And you may have that seller that the agent has no longer maintained the business, right? And they've, they've left altogether. And now you've got this seller that you are losing to somebody else in the business that's now new in the business. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, when you look at the number of agents that actually stay in real estate as a whole, like why wouldn't you have a sales team because that agent's chances are gone. That's selling. Just think of that. And then buying. What about going to all of your investors and say, hey, let's buy you one more rental property this year so you can get to that multiple property owner level. You know, let's get you that four property level because you're sitting at three. Let's buy you one more. Keeping those investments in-house. That way your homes never leave your inventory if you're doing this correctly. So these are the things that we're improving on. You know, we had buy-in today from everybody involved and we really had a great, fantastic day. And I want to get on a podcast because You know, Debbie and I are thinking, okay, this is going to be a fantastic seminar for the Mastermind Conference. Imagine a world where the phone doesn't ring, but tenant leads still get pre-qualified and scheduled. Where in-person showings get coordinated automatically in real time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Where occupants and owners are automatically notified of showings and leasing reports. Or imagine... No one has to show your rentals, and they get leased faster than ever, safely and securely. That's the world of Tenant Turner. Come learn more about our beautiful scheduling software and world-class customer support. Call us, 888-976-4638, or visit www.tenantturner.com. Let's recap what we did today so a lot of people can learn from it. What else am I missing? I think one little nugget I'd like to leave them with is that Google survey for all of your current property management clients. So be it tenants or owners, finding out would they be interested in purchasing another property? Are they considering selling in the future? As a tenant, what needs to happen in order for them to be able to qualify for home ownership? Have lenders on on staff or in your, your network that you, they can help with credit repair and that sort of thing. So it is taking the time to have them fill out this, not just personal information with name, address, email, and cell phone number, but what are their home buying needs and creating just a master spreadsheet. So when you have that great listing coming up on the market, you're able to go, oh, this person wanted that area and this price, here's six people. And the agents are going to call that to capture that opportunity. Yeah. We think we want to take that even to the next step is when we onboard a new owner coming on, we want to add that protocol to where one of our agents reaches out to them. And that could be our lead agent, Damien, for example, he reaches out to a new owner that just signed up. So, Hey, new owner, thanks for signing up. I'm the guy that's going to sell your home in five years or 10 years from now. Oh, by the way, do you want to buy another investment property? Has anybody ever told you how this works? Do you have any questions about what you might want to look for in an investment property? Should you be in that market? And just plant the seed from the beginning. That's something we've never done. Uh, we, We have it in our agreements. We have it in this marketing campaign. We push out comparative market analysis. We bombard them with email and written information, but we've never actually gotten on the phone and dialed for dollars and saying, hey, let's 
buy you another investment property. This is what I can do for you. You want me to add you to this distro? And that ties them right into the pocket listing concept that we've been preaching for years and years is that home should never leave your inventory. If a seller says they want to sell, your first phone call should be to an investor who wants to buy that home and keep it as a rental in your portfolio under your management. So these are things that we're going to implement here pretty quick. Yeah. Great. And I think the last thing we need to remember is all of our investors have primary residences that they may need, may need to sell. Genius. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're like, duh. Uh, yeah. We've been missing that boat too. And, you know, we could offer the same incentive we do with our regular property management folks. Uh, we, we offer to list their home for X and you guys go look it up if you want. It's all on our website. And I think we should offer that same X commission for any primary residence of the owners that we manage. And so it's another good reason to call somebody, right? You're generating a call for real sincere uh, interest in helping them because if they are going to sell their primary residence, what are they going to do with the money? This is a great way to say, okay, you're selling your primary residence. You don't have to pay 1031. You don't have to pay capital gains because you've lived there, you know, X number of years. Why don't you take X of this and X of that, and let's go buy you two rental properties. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's a good idea. I never would have thought about that because a lot of us in society, uh, if you, if you press the easy button for us, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. We'll do it. You just got to say, you do this, you do this, you do this, you'll get your rental property. Oh, well, if it's that easy, give me a hundred of them. You know, if it's that easy. So that's our job as salespeople and advisors, financial advisors, because we are money managers. Let's be very frank. You know, we manage people's money. We manage rental incomes coming in, rental proceeds going out. It's all of that money management. This is one more faction of it that provides you a very good service and helps you grow your business while generating revenue. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and we're wealth managers too, right? And I shared with you the story about how I have properties um, in Florida. And I I was recalling as we were talking, I'm like, you know what? That person's never even called me to see if I would purchase additional rental properties. And here I am purchasing additional rental properties in the area where I live in North Carolina, where I live now. So it's like, are we taking that extra step? So I'm super excited to be sharing all of this information yeah. at your conference. Now, we've been major failing for years <laughs> in sales. This is this is seriously why I've employed Debbie to come into our business and fix us. I've been so excited about it. I wanted to share it with you guys. And so everything we've been talking about is stuff we're going to be doing, or we've been doing it at a very small level. Okay. So this is we need a lot of improvement. I don't want to come across like we're doing this, this, and this, and we're experts at everything. No, no, no. We we need just as much help as anybody else. And so I really appreciate Debbie's coming on today to give us a few tidbits uh, because I think what you're doing is needed with everybody listening. What else am I, I missing? I don't think much at all. I think they just need to make sure they sign up for the conference and take advantage of all the amazing information you're bringing to this property management network that you have. And let's keep growing. Appreciate it. Well, thanks guys for listening. Debbie, thank you for coming today yes, to RentWorks and look forward to seeing you go. Let me speak today. It's the end of the day. <laughs> look forward to seeing all of you at the Property Management Mastermind Conference in May of 2021, 2022, excuse me, at the Red Rock in Las Vegas. Boy, it's last part of the day. I'll get it out there someday. We did it. We did we it. Have it. a great day. All right. Thanks everybody. Talk to you soon. Are you tired of chasing tenants to comply with having renter's insurance? Insurance Management Group can solve this problem with a master tenant's insurance policy. Keep tenants in compliance with your lease agreement and help protect all parties involved. 
A master tenant's insurance policy can also add an additional revenue stream to your business. Contact Derek Scott at 918-728-8992 or visit imgadvisors.com. To learn more, listen to the Property Management Mastermind Show podcast, episode number 36. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.